Welcome to the Spook Easy Podcast. You're listening to the Spook Easy Podcast. Rate and subscribe. Rate? <laughs> Did you say rate or rape? <laughs> you know what? Good answer. What do you think? <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Spook Spook Easy Podcast. I am the. Uh, am I a host? Or are we? A, I don't know what I am. You're a lot of things. Ringmaster. Ooh. I'm the host. Uh, I'm Leland here with co host Matt. Hello. Co host Shane. Hi. Uh, you've been gone for a while. I have. You work a lot. I've seen things no man should he, see. You were in Transylvania? Yeah. I know. I was, I, was in a, I was in a cabin in the woods. Oh, very And the next thing I know, I'm in a little box. Well, that's good. That's very good. Like Anyways. boxing Helena? Yes. So today we're talking about <laughs> our top five favorite horror films. Well, you just skipped the bullshit and went right to the... You're like, I have to get a burrito later, so let's get this going. Let's not waste their time. <laughs> let's get right to it. Let's Number not. five, Leland, go. Jesus Christ, that wasn't <laughs> fair. It's like Lightning McQueen over here. Wow, we totally didn't have 45 minutes of prep before this. What a great host. Full, full disclaimer, Leland and I finished it about 20 minutes, and then Shane sat there like a toddler trying to learn how to spell for about an hour and a half. Yes. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, all right. I, I mean, I'm not going to do what you guys did with your um, I'm stuck on a desert island. These are the top five horror films that I need to have with me until I die. I'm not. That's just shame. That's me. Oh, I apologize. Then, How sir. dare you roll uh, in with I, You know what? I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorites. I'm going to throw it in at number five. I'm going to say The Fog. Ooh. Um, Ghost Pirates. The movie. You don't like The Fog. It's not. I, I enjoy The Fog. I just don't think it's one of Carpenter's best. Well, that's, that's not what this discussion is. Okay. We'll have that discussion later. I I love the fog. I love the fog. I recognize it's not perfect at all. What are you all, talking about? But I adore it's the perfection. movie. It's it's probably the Carpenter I've watched the most. That is the one I've watched the most. It has the most, I would argue, rewatchability. Yeah, I I um the, I, I love Stevie Wayne. Oh yeah, the atmosphere yeah. in that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, and the, I think that's one of his better scores. Hal Holbrook. <laughs> Come on now. I think it's maybe has his best opening. Oh, that movie's amazing. I love the score. That's actually look, how the Halloween theme is iconic in its own right. Yeah. But I think I prefer the foggest listenability. Yeah. Because the Halloween theme is very repetitive. Yeah. Like it's just the same kind of keyboard hit in different ways over and over again throughout the movie. With a different, like, dun-dun underneath it. The fog has this really, like, spooky melancholy tone to it throughout. Yeah. I, I just dig it. And you get Jamie Lee Curtis in it anyway, so it's not like she's not in it. Yeah. You know. And I um, like her in the movie. Is it Tom Atkins? Is he yeah. the other guy? Yeah, yeah he plays he Nick, is. the guy who owns the he boat. Is, he doesn't have a mustache, and it's very disorienting. He's in a lot of things. He is. It's like the prequel Tom Atkins, where he hasn't yet to get the stash. Right. He was, uh, was he Halloween 3? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Adrian Barbeau is very good in that movie as well. Well, yeah, yeah well, she's always Yeah, good. I mean, she's never not. What's interesting yeah. is she's the lead of that movie, but she doesn't interact with anybody else. No, but she is the most iconic character in that movie. Yeah. When I think of that movie, you know, Stevie Wayne sitting on top of the world right up to 1am is what I want. Like, yeah. yeah, this is K.A.B. Antonio Bay. Yeah, like, that's what I want. And I love the scene, my favorite scene is when she's, 
yelling about the fog, watching it come across the bay. Yeah. Um, I almost forget that there are ghost pirates in there until they actually get to them. They're so kind of not in the movie. Yeah, the, the ghost pirates, I don't give a shit about, really. It's about the concept of what's in the fog. So when you find out what's in the fog, you're like, oh, that's cool. It could have been anything up until this point when you actually told me that they're ghost pirates with herpes. But, or no, not herpes. What was the... Uh, scurvy? Hog? Scurvy? They had a disease, right? Um, I mean, scurvy is like the pirate no, thing. No, they had... Um, citrus. Something, the plague? Yeah. So, um, I'm blanking on it. You heard it here first. Ghost pirates carry uh, herpes. <laughs> not unlike metachlorians. It's the space herpes. Uh, yeah. Um, Are you then, implying that herpes give you superpowers? Is this the message you want to send to the youth of America? Uh, you know what? No one's ever questioned my herpes metachlorian joke until I now, so you ruined it. I thought you were just going to say nobody's ever questioned my herpes, period. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, this podcast is now about something else. I mean, no one has. Um, so, uh, and then... Um, they, they, were, had, they were lepers. Lepers. Like oh. I said, herpes. Yeah. That's, why they, yeah. that's why they turned off the, the fire. Yeah, yeah. Or they, yeah. they put out the fire so that the ship crashed on yeah. the rocks and then sank. I think it's a good movie. And yeah. um, one of the absolute worst remakes in the world. I've never seen it for that reason. You are oh, I forgot fine. that happened. You are so good. Your life is actually better. I think The Fog was the first Carpenter I saw. I think. The first Carpenter I saw was Jesus in the Bible. He was a carpenter. Yeah, that's very true. Remember? I want to punch you so hard right now. All right, Matt, what is your top five? Or what is your number you five? You killed the fog talk. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to no, say? No, you've said it all. Thank you. Continue. Well, my... On the, on the top five, my fifth is also a carpenter. Oh, Lord. It's 1983's Christine... Cool. Yeah. Do <laughs> you like that? Great movie. You paused it. Again, and full, full disclaimer, I haven't read the book, Christine, so I don't know how much it differs from that or if it's like an offensive thing to Stephen King fans to say I enjoy that movie. Look, those Stephen King fans have lived through his directorial debut. I think they're fine. Uh, yeah. I have seen half of the Christine. Okay. I have actually Are, never do you, fully Do you fall into the same category where you don't like the main actor in that movie? Because I know a lot of people are turned off by his performance. I don't remember who he is. Okay. okay. You're talking the kid that gets the car yeah. or his best friend? I don't know, the, the kid who gets the car. I mean, realistically, uh, isn't the car the main actor? It's actually an actress, Leland. Wow. It's 2019. We're very wow. inclusive here. You guys are assholes. Yeah. No, I... I don't know. Also, I just, well played. Thank you. Thank you. No, um... What... I mean, that's probably... Because, again, how I did my list was it wasn't so much of a... These are the movies I have to watch, you know, like, on a desert island like Shane did. I just kind of did... These are the movies I've watched, like... Apparently I'm going to spend time yeah, on a desert island. Yeah. No, th- these are just kind of the horror movies I've watched the most, and I find it the most rewatchability. That's fair. Also, we should probably say now we excluded slashers. Did we already say that? No. Okay. Because someone really jumped the gun into the topic okay. show, so all no. my up-top conversations. I tried to get the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, no. So, before we should do this, we'll do slashers eventually, but this is yeah. a non-slashers list. Yeah. Because, stay tuned. Yeah, Part stay, one or two. Stay tuned. So, these are just not men with knives chasing children. Um, that sounds weird. Alright, anyway, no, uh, with Christine, I think it's just, I think it's not his best score, it's probably my favorite theme of his, it's a very, it's a very good theme, um, I just, it's just creepy, I don't know if it's, I mean, there, there are scary moments for sure, 
But I think it's just more of like a creepy, weird, atmospheric movie. I think and it's I, one of his best stories. Yeah. Because he does a really good job in the movie of the pacing yeah. of when the kid get the kid before he gets the car, to getting the car, yeah. to by the end of the movie, the 180 that kid has taken. Yeah. Because he starts off as like a Rick Moranis type and ends up yeah. as like a crazy person. Like cool kid. Yeah, He's obsessed it, with that car by the end. Yeah. Right, but sad. is it the power of the car yeah. doing it to him? Yeah. So like the cat, the, ca- the cat. So the cat. Yeah. The, um, the, does the car like, because it's, Alive? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Just, it's, it's sentient? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, 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 does it like bumblebee it like it speaks through the radio? Is that kind of Kind of. It, it play, well, it can only play like 50 songs and like. Well, right. Does it take place in the 50s? No, no, no it takes place in 78. But <laughs> you the, know what? I really, it I it opens in the movie. 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> it yeah. opens at the plant where they make the yeah. car. The right. opening scene is in 59 and then it kills like a guy. Well, because there's the first. Smashes his hand. Yeah, but then it kills the guy in the car. Later. Oh, yeah, who's, who's yeah. They find it. Yeah. yeah. No, and then jumps to 79, and the main character, like, see, stumbles onto a house played by same actor who played Old Man Marley in Home Alone, funny enough. Yeah. So I like to think it's like a little prequel to Home Alone. Yeah, it was like his brother's car, right? Yeah, yeah. It's his brother's car, and he's selling it. And then you find out later in the movie that, like, the car, um, like, killed his wife and all this stuff. So you find that Christine, like, attaches itself to men and then gets jealous and tries to, you know, like, kill everyone that's around that dude and then there's a scene where Christine tries to kill the main character's girlfriend but it fails and she gets creeped out by the car mm-hmm. and then you know he gets more and more alienated from his best friend because of the car and then you know he and Christine go on like kind of a little murder spree and kill some bullies that teased him right, in I'll, high I mean, school look not like I'm not yeah. gonna watch it I just... also I mean the man makes a car scary there's yeah. some there's the, Some I mean, of the shots with that car in yeah. that movie are and we, we, it's, it's, we were, it's a beautiful yeah, car, so yeah, I get when it. We were talking about this last night. I think it's probably got my favorite Carpenter shot. I say that apprehensively because he's got a lot. But it's there's a scene when one of the bullies is running away and it's Christine just slowly coming after him. And it's just it's after Christine was like blown up in a gas station. Mm-hmm. And so the car is like on fire just flaming down this country road chasing after this bully. And That's it's, fair. It's delightful. Right, it's well, a delightfully spooky endeavor. Yeah, I feeling that after um, I have certain friends that will listen to this podcast, and mm-hmm. I will have to sit through this um, soon. Yeah. So, you know, we'll revisit this conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. Hit us. What you got? Number five. Leland, you'll Island. like my number, my, my number five, The Fog. <laughs> uh, I like that everyone's top... Our, our number five as a carpenter flick. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's, that's fun. The Fog also has my favorite carpenter shot, I think, of any of his movies, which is the end when he walks back into the church and standing in all the pews are uh, Blake and all of his pirate sure. ghost friends that all oh, stand yeah. on their eyes light up in the fog. It's, that shot... No, it's an amazing shot. That yeah, shot, it's, it's I, would, I could get a poster of just of that shot. Um, I love The Fog. I've seen it the most of any carpenter flicks. It's not my favorite carpenter film, but it's the one that I can just put on and... Yeah, I, I I tend to watch it at least once a year. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily feel a need to watch it around the Halloween season, but I do because why not? Yep, you know. Yeah, it's fun. Does it take place in the summertime? That movie? Do they ever specify? Because I, I was assumed, I was assumed it was like August, maybe. Well, aren't they having like a? It's the one hundred year celebration, so it could be any time. Yeah, you know. I guess. I think they stayed in there. I forget yeah. though. Which is, it doesn't look summertime. Which is kind they're of all in jackets. It looks a little cold. Yeah, it looks really fun. A lot of Carpenter movies have like specific dates and years and like built into the movies, which I think is interesting. I mean, maybe they mentioned it, but I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I always. Um, it, it's also one of those movies where 
if I was to retire someplace, that's the kind of place I want to retire to, like a small, mm-hmm. sleepy town where, like, I don't know, I can run, like, a, I don't know, a comic book shop or some bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Something where, like, everybody knows your name, but, you know, no one really gives a Did fuck. Did you say comic book shop? Yes, but the, it'll be shoppy. With house two of P's Secrets. Come visit. It'll we be the Secret House comic we shop. We don't sponsor the show. Which, not, well, not we, yet. No. <laughs> Anything else that has not been covered between you and me already? On the fog? No, no. I think we covered the yeah, fog enough. Yeah. I enjoy it. I just don't love And it. not a terrible kid actor. No, he's good. He's no. good. Yeah. Because most kid acting is usually not great. He's good. Carpenter has always had pretty good kid actors in my yeah. yeah. Halloween. Yeah, he makes yeah, good kid actors. Yeah. Fog's good. It's very atmospheric. I mean, not everyone that. can be a Dakota fanning, but you yeah. know. It's <laughs> not, yeah, it's not his, it's not a perfect movie, but no. I always found it effective and just like a fun ghost movie. It has a good it's, taste to it. It's just, for me, it's one of those horror movies that when I finish it, I always like want more, but not in like the good way where you're like, that was so good, I want more. I'm like, I wanted to see more. Yeah. I just, I always feel like it always comes a little short in my mind, but I, I it's not, it's not one of those movies where I'm like, how can people love this? I totally get why people love it. It's just not one of my personal favorites. Yeah. So that's my number five, The Fog. Uh, my number four, I'm going way back to the 50s because it is the movie that I was obsessed with the most as a kid mm-hmm. is I am a huge creature of the Black Lagoon fan. Oh, yeah. He's my boy. I yeah. love me some... I love the other guys. Yeah. yeah. But... Creature's just... He, that cool. design is what has um, captured my imagination for my whole life. Sure. Yeah. Also, it's the one of the ones that, like... I think it's legitimately scary in some aspects. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not in today's standards of scares, but like that underwater swim scene is mm-hmm. pretty frightening to a child. And I imagine back in the 50s, it was probably also as frightening because you didn't know. We'd never seen. Yeah. And it's so laced with like sexual tension between mm-hmm. those two things. And then fucking. And I love Guillermo, but man, he kind of ruined the creature for me last year because. She actually screws the creature, and I was like, no, that's not how that works. And I think he got sh- an Oscar for it. I, th- I think the <laughs> shot of her swimming with him below swimming underneath, fantastic. I think that's yeah. one of the best shots in any Universal classic Now, I love the theme when it's used correctly, but man. Isn't it used it something is, 160 times in the film? overused. Like bah, bah, bah. Every, yeah, every time they show the creature, they give him a theme, I'm like, you know, 12 would have been a good number. Yeah, save it for the really good moments. <laughs> yes. Also, that movie, all the human characters are really interesting. Mm-hmm. They actually utilize all the different, the supporting cast really well in that yeah. movie. Uh, and I'm even going to go on a limb and say, uh, I, as much, look, I love part one. I also enjoy part two, where they take him to SeaWorld. <laughs> you <laughs> terrible. know, I didn't like... I understand it's terrible, no, but I love I didn't it. like part two when I was younger, because I found it slow and kind of boring. Yeah, and you're it, not and wrong. It is slower than one, but I just rewatched it not that long ago, and... I found it better than I remembered it. It's fu- it's just fun. His eyes look weird. I, I will well, say... Well, they did change some stuff, yeah. I, I will say, too, I, I appreciate because they tried to do something different with yes. it. Because they didn't try to do... I love all the classic horror films, but like they the sequels were very much kind of the same thing, but a little different. Yeah. Revenge of the Creature, new setting... New structure. Not even they didn't even try to hit the same character beats as the original. No, it's like a whole new cast. Whole yeah. new cast, but they're not even trying to like have a love triangle or have all yeah. like this character from the first one, but just a little different. Also, he destroys SeaWorld. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all can agree part three is just awful. Creature Walks Among Us is terrible. So we don't need to talk about that. No. Yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't no. go with that. 
your part four? Uh, Are we on four? Yeah, we're on yeah, four. Yeah, we're on four. <laughs> my, my number four is sort of like a similar oceanic adventure movie. Uh, it is 2016's The Shallows. Did you ever see that, Leland? With Blake Lively? Yeah, have you seen it? No. It's fantastic. It has Blake Lively. In it. She's, really, she's it. really good. That's insulting to her career. Uh, what? I don't know. I'm just trying to I, make it sound like have, I'm not such a dick. Have you Have you seen it? <laughs> I have not seen it. Have you seen it? No. So then why are we talking about it? I Okay, look. Listen, here's the thing. I saw the trailer, and yeah. that showed me enough of a lot of things. It was like, one, mm-hmm. don't go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Don't go surfing without telling anybody. And also, don't go to the beach because shit bites you in the ocean. And right. that's what that yeah. trailer taught me. No, it's definitely the best shark movie since Jaws, which, again, isn't saying much. But, oh no, you look very offended. I'm not offended. I'm, there's, there's a lot of years between Jaws I'm and aware, 2016's can, can, The Shallows. Can you, can you name a better... Deep Blue Sea, son. Oh, when Sam Jackson gets eaten by a... <laughs> you don't understand, dude. They made something, and as a side effect, the sharks got smarter. You're so right. No, I... They swim backwards. You're so right. Like, so does Jaws on the studio tour, but we aren't talking about that. <laughs> George, um, get out of the water. No, no, I, I, saw, I saw that movie in theaters, and it's just... It's one of those really good horror movies that... It's, it's simple, it's well shot, and it's just like an actor getting to act. Alright, I look... I know, I can tell you why I didn't see it. Why? Because that's one of those movies I would have to fast forward through mm-hmm. to see how that scene ends, and then I'll go back and watch it. Okay. Because the yeah, tension will oh, be it's, so it, much for me. It's, it's, it's a really good movie that plays with tension. Well, what was that one from like 10, 15 years ago about the couple that are... Open uh, water? Open water. Yeah. They don't make it. Yeah. I don't need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, look, there is no way in my life mm-hmm. will I ever, A, surf, or B, lost on a beach. Yeah. So I know this won't happen to me. But what if? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those movies that I feel like it came out and kind of got knocked under the rug. But I definitely think it's worth a watch. All right. that's It's good. It's, right. yeah, your, it's Your eyes lit up. That I touched did. my soul. I did. I did. No, it's, it's, it's very good. All right. Oi, number four. You. My number four, an American world from London. I expected that to be higher on your list. Me too. Really? Yeah. Me too. No, I I love that movie. My, that's my top, why I expected my, it to be my, higher. My top five was is almost interchangeable except for number one. Fair. I could kind of move the other four around. I uh, I love an American yeah. world from London. It's my favorite werewolf film. Uh, that's just one of those. It's. Perfect. I mean, you get the added advantage. Not only is it well acted. Well directed and well written, but you get Rick Baker. Yeah, and the best be creature effects maybe of all time. I mean, it's he's. You watch it now, and it still looks phenomenal. He's a god among men. Yeah, and that's just a movie where everything he got to just let loose. Everybody's yeah. just having fun. You could tell making that movie. It's just well shot. It's well paced too. I went uh, about five years ago. I was at Comic Con, and I sat through a Star Trek panel, mm-hmm. um, and. They had like Scott Bakula, Shatner, and Kevin Smith was the moderator, and Avery Brooks rolls out. So it's like a captain's thing. Uh-huh. So I'm in my element. I'm just like, oh my god. And then fucking Rick Baker rolls in and sits in front of me. And because his hair is long and glorious, he had to do that ponytail thing where he kicks it out so it doesn't get caught between his back and the chair. Mm-hmm. I wanted to touch it so bad. I just want to be like, 
It's like a it's like a beautiful silver mane. But I didn't because that's weird. Rick, if you're listening, he's not listening. You're probably not listening, but Mr. Baker, if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> it was like, I, I forgot half of what the fuck they were talking about on stage. I was like, Rick Baker's in front of me. Also, nice to know he's a Star Trek fan. Yeah. <laughs> that made me so, that touched me so Delightful. much. Did he, Why did he hasn't do, he done a Star Trek movie? Did he do work on any of the shows? Or no? No, it was all um, Westmore. Oh, okay. Yeah, did okay. he do Galaxy Quest? I don't know who did Galaxy Quest. Perhaps it was Rick Baker. He got to do cool aliens, let's be real. He did. He did Men in Black. Yeah. So. yeah. Those are some of the coolest aliens. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, no, the werewolf, I, the, what's what's his name? Um, Griffin Dunn. The, yeah. the effects of him deteriorating oh, throughout great. the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. He, every time he shows up, and then yeah. by the end, he's just a skeleton. Yeah. No, I, I adore that movie. Listen, I've seen the original Wolfman. That's probably the classic horror movie I've seen the most, maybe, mm-hmm. until we get to my number two. Um,. <laughs> And I like that movie. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch. That classic werewolf movie. Oh god, um, that has an American werewolf. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's atmospheric and fun to watch, and it's not very long. Yeah. But an American Werewolf in London to me is just perfect throughout, um, and it saves the werewolf for a while into that movie. They do. They 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 make you wait for it, and yeah. I like it. You get that brief glimpse the, at the beginning of it when it attacks him on the moors, but mm-hmm. they save his transformation until kind of late, and I dig that. I for, is there a girl in that? Yeah, yeah, there is. Is yeah. there? So it's the it's nurse, the nurse right? yeah, nurse yeah, yeah. Price. Okay, played by uh, Jenny Agutter. It's been a while since I've sat through it, but yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good pick. I, I so much in fact that it, it, it annoys me on a level that Max Landis <laughs> wants to make a remake of his dad's movie, and he, mm-hmm. I was just like, how does Thanksgiving work in that household? Like he just sit there, like they sit across from each other, like so. You want to remake my perfection? I mean, they all just get residuals. Cool. Yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm like, well, they're all getting paid. Who fucking cares? But that's probably the reason. Yeah, it just it seems weird. Like Max, how'd you, I don't know. Write another movie. Why remake your dad's? <laughs> like, like, sure. <laughs> Or let's just not remake it at all. No, no. You, yeah. mm, let's not touch we it. We don't need to It's perfectly it. Just put it back in theaters. It still yeah. works. You're not going to do those effects better. Pull what Reitman's son is doing and just make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. All right, we're going to... That's a whole other episode. A future episode. <laughs> future episode. Ghostbuster drama. Uh, okay, so my number... Uh, are we on three? Three. Three. Um... Uh oh. <laughs> is it 2016's The Shallows? <laughs> it is. Strangely enough, it I've never seen talking. it, but I, but feel I was so convinced. You, you, you convinced me so much. Um, actually, um, I'm, I'm toying between which one to go for three, but I think I'm going to have to do this one. Uh, I'm going to go way classic. I like The Birds. Hey, Birds is great. I'm a Hitchcock guy, so yeah. um, The Birds is the one. It's not the one I've seen the most. Rear Window would be the one I, I favorite the most, but that's not a horror film. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, not, yeah. But The Birds is, again, and we've been having this random discussion off and on, off air throughout the day, is what really counts as a horror film. Yeah. It, and, and we've had some issues with our list because we have considered things not to be horror versus creature feature mm-hmm. versus sci-fi horror. So we're trying to keep it kind of bottleneck to what we'd watch the most. But The Birds, I do believe, is a horror film in the Mm -hmm. sense that it's a 60s horror film, not much going on realistically in it. But what I love most about it is at the end of the movie, we do not know what's wrong with those birds. Yeah. And that 
is the genius of that film. It's like that's yeah. what makes that movie scare me to death. Is because well, wait a minute, what did nature just decide to take back the yeah. planet? And you're like, good. I also enjoy how the first half hour is not even a genre film. It's just kind of a drama. Yeah. It's kind of the day in the life of yeah. Jimmy Hedrick. And then yeah. it eventually and then gets, it gets scary at the end. Yeah. yeah, then it becomes a horror film and yeah. you're going, oh, I, I always love when a movie does it kind of a mm-hmm. sharp turn into and, a different genre. And I think the most horrific scene in the movie is actually not any of the bird scenes at all, which are all fantastic. It's when that lady flips in, in, out in the of diner. her diner. Oh. Because that's the most humanistic horror scene ever. Well, and, and the lighting on her eyes is well, yeah, all like a terrifying monster. You know, lady. Hitchcock knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. But it's just that, when she's just like, it's you. It's your fault. None of this happened until you came. And you're like, oh, because she's beautiful and blonde and you're not, so therefore she's the yeah. problem. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, without that movie, we wouldn't have Crows and Burbank. Do you not know that? What? They, <laughs> when... Uh, when they were filming at Universal, and they because okay. like eighty five percent of the movie, you mean was, they was, didn't was, film up there? I know, right? Yeah. Crazy. No, because like eighty five percent of the movies, just you know, like the birds and the swing sets and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. They shipped a bunch of crows over, okay, and they didn't contain them, so they just flew away when filming was over. And they just populated and populated, and that's why Burbank has such a high. So you saying crow the, the crows that I see around town are descendants, are descendants of, yep. of the sixties. Or mm-hmm. how long do crows live? Maybe they are those crows. Wow. They're not getting residuals, though. Yeah, no, they're no, pissed. But no, yeah, that's, that's why Burbank has such a large population of crows. I am very happy right now. Yeah, that's um, kind of scary, though, when you walk to work. A little bit. But I do also enjoy uh, Suzanne Plachette as the teacher. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of her as an actress from all those Disney 60 movies. Yeah. But the, um, there's, a, uh, there's a comedian, I can't remember who it is right now, but he makes fun of that scene. About how like everyone has these you know angelic voices, the children, uh, Tippy Hedron, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and then she comes and run, children, run. Like it's just because she got that like singy <laughs> voice of the nineteen sixties. Um, no, the birds, man. That's uh, and after you know all the time that has passed, we found out how horrible that movie was to make for mm-hmm. all those individuals. Yeah, it's even more horrific. So good times. Yeah, Hitchcock, love him. The best. <laughs> Your number three. Okay, hang on. So hang dramatic. On. Hang on. Before we do this, because as you know, there are rules, dear viewers. Are we counting sci-fi in this category? Or are we doing sci-fi horror as a possible future episode? It'll definitely be a possible future episode, but because we're in the middle of this one, I say let's go with it. Okay, okay, cool. That doesn't affect this next one. Because I know he okay. has one on his list. Yeah, yeah, I also do. <laughs> so my number three is going to be Poltergeist. The remake? No, I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. It's the, it's the original. Oh, you mean number yeah. two, the other side? Yeah. Not I like terrible. to. I Not like terrible. to. No, my favorite's the third one on the hotel. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no. 82, Poltergeist, Toby drag Hooper. Drag him out, Leland. Drag him out. Toby Hooper, but not really Toby Hooper. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, that was probably, I think, like the first ghost movie I ever saw. Because um, I, I saw that one pretty, pretty young. Um, no, and it's just, it's great. It's creepy, it's, it's atmospheric, it's funny as hell, but also then scary as hell. First movie I ever saw a married couple uh, do weed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. remember going like, huh, how progressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that I mean, not not as, as sharp, but that kind of does a genre change almost. I mean, because there are creepy elements yes. woven in. But then just the ending just gets full crazy. I, yeah. Did you mention sci-fi because you think this is a science? No, 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 no. I was saying that affects a later. I was, Got I was, it. I was just asking. Oh, okay. Because I was just like, like, just 
I it, felt we no. needed to stop no. the podcast no, 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 and discussion no. about what you consider science fiction. Because no, 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 like, no. there are no aliens. No, 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 no. It, it, Well, it, the portal it, to the other side is... No, it, it, it's, it popped it's into alien, my head before, right? I, before I forgot about it I wanted to ask. But no, that, that doesn't affect this one. Sure. No, um, uh, there's just so much good shit in that movie. That movie does a fourth act really well. Yeah. Yes. I thought that movie was yes. over when yeah. I was a kid and I was going, okay, this is interesting. They go back home. Why are they still living in this house? Yeah. Okay. Um, this question. is it. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is it. And, and then, you know, when the door, it's the, the creature comes, I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie's still going? Well, it's what, crazy. I am Love not it. a fan of the fourth act. If you can't do your movie yeah. in two and a half hours and have three solid acts, then you are a bad filmmaker. But when you do a fourth act and it works, Steven Spielberg, thank you. Or Toby Hooper. <laughs> it's like, but that movie's fourth act does solid yeah. work. And yeah. everything in that movie is, yeah. yeah. I had a tree outside my window growing yeah. up, so it really didn't do me good, but I still love it. Is yeah. that your favorite scare from the movie? The tree? Yeah. Tree's good. Everyone always goes for the clown, and I yeah. don't think the clown is my jam. Funny story about the clown. When my brother was born, um, one of my mom's friends gave them a clown that looked just like that clown. What a terrible friend. And, and then my parents put him in my brother's nursery for a night, and the next morning my mom threw him in the dumpster because she couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom's a wise woman. Yeah, well, you should find that exact doll and put it next to your sure, parents' room. No, it's it's just every time I've watched that movie so many times, just every time. Yeah, it just it's almost like it gets better and better. You know, I, yeah, I think the scare that does me the most, and it's not even one of the bigger ones at the end of the movie. It's when um, Joe Beth turns around and the chairs are on the table. Yeah. Oh. Because her reaction is so good yeah. that her reaction resonates my reaction yeah. to her. Yeah. Because it was like, one, not only is it a great fucking film effect because it happens in a split second. Like, it's one take, right? Like, she like yeah. turns yeah. around and turn, you're like, yeah. oh shit, like you all did something real quick with that. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. But yeah. like, her reaction and the fact that Caroline is just like, like nothing phases that yeah. little creepy child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I think it's got one of the funniest ending shots of a movie I can think of. Oh, the TV? When they walk in the hotel room and just, the TV just, <laughs> just rolls the out the patio. Which is funny because it's, the TV wasn't the problem. Yeah, but that's, the, but that's there. Don't squash yeah. it, Leland. Um, no, but I'm just saying like, it's funny because in hindsight yeah. when you yeah. watch part two, the TV wasn't the problem. No. Um, no, it's also, it's got just so many like iconic lines that movie yeah. does. I like that. This isn't really scary, but I, I just love the ghost visualness. I loved when it's coming down the stairs. It's like that floating, the, yeah. floating, oh, the beautiful thing. The floating. Yeah. I love that because that is, it's not attacking them yet, but you know that something's, there's yeah. more coming. And the fact that it's yeah. like kind of calm for yeah. them is almost really creepy yeah. to me. I think, that, um, that movie is underrated as far as the acting in there. Like, because oh, yeah. it's, it's one of those things, like, the Academy is very, like, oh, it's a genre piece, fuck it, we don't nominate those. Yeah. They're starting to now. They're starting to get the idea yeah. that, hey, good yeah. acting happens in genre. I, I must be a huge fan of Joe Beth. Joe Beth's reaction when the wind hits her, and yeah. she starts talking about, I can smell her. And yeah. I, I start welling up, because I'm like, her, her performance is better than that movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Craig T. Nelson is great. Mr. Incredible. But it's, his, I mean, it's her movie. It is her fucking oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Did I just register that he played Mr. Incredible for you? The other side is more his story. 
Yes. The yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three, sir. My number three, um, The Shining. The 1980 Kubrick. Oh, The, the, the Shining. The, you no, mean I The Shining? The only Shining? You mean, oh, the, the, the TV series. Great, let's talk about it. With Steven Weber and Rebecca DeMorne. Where Stephen yes, King plays well, like a weird, wacky band leader ghost. <laughs> but yeah, The Shining. Uh, yeah. It's one of those, it's one of the only horror movies that actually really creeps me out. Yeah. I was going to watch it. It's one of those that's hard to talk about because there's nothing really like nitpick. Because it's kind of just like it's a fascinating yeah. experiment of just yeah. of just making you feel dread when yeah. you watch it. The way the score, the there that's very shining. What's the refrigerator doing? Yeah, it wants to talk the, about the, the act. Shining. The performances in the movie are phenomenal. That's that's an Oscar worthy movie. Yeah, worthy horror movie before apparently the Academy ever recognized horror movies. It is an interesting movie. Uh, You're kind of mixed on it, I'm gathering. I've been mixed on it for years. It's a good movie. My biggest problem with it, and this is, I am not a Kubrick guy. Okay. So, like, I have a lot of issues with how it's filmed. I say that, but I understand the way it is filmed is fucking genius. Like I get it. He is he was, was a, he is a talented director. I just guess I don't really like some of the He does half a good movie. All his movies, half of them are genius or they're compelling and then somewhere between them I lose interest in what happens. Shining aside, that actually is a full solid full movie that I enjoy. Um, I love the creepy twins. I love the blood elevator. I think that's mm-hmm. fascinating. The the naked witch lady is just weird, but I like that Jack's always been there. I think that's a great yeah. kind of twist. But like Kubrick has this thing like the first half of like Clockwork and um, what's the one with um, the, the, the 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 atomic bomb, Doctor Strangelove. Like first half of that and the first half of like um, military one. Doctor Strangelove. No, no. The, Full uh, Metal Jacket. Thank you. All those first half of those movies, I'm in it. I think they're fascinating. But halfway through them, the genre changes or the story switches to a different thing altogether. Uh, they get to the war. Alex is no longer crazy. They get to the war room. Jack goes crazy. I'm no longer interested. Mm. So you don't like the second half of Shining? No, no. That's a side. You, that one I think is a solid. I think oh, the okay. second half of that is much more interesting because that's when Jack starts to... Really, kind of, because he's is, crazy when the movie starts. Which is also begs the question: Is he good? Wait, like, what? Do you, he is like a, a good person. No, no. Jack Nicholson's acting oh, is kind okay. of a scientific study, in my opinion. He has a way of. He became a parody of Jack Nicholson sooner than anybody else in Hollywood. Yeah. Like you know how Pacino became a parody, De Niro, blah blah blah. Like all those guys from a certain generation. Like Jack is a good actor. I understand that. But, like, at the end of that movie is where I was like, oh, no, that's how Jack's going to act from here on out. And he really never did anything different from that. Like, you see what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. Well, like, they he, have, like, their He's always at 10. Mm-hmm. He starts at 10. He has to be a 10 in that movie, though. Mm-hmm. But, no, but I'm talking about the rest of his work. Okay. He always starts at a 10 now, and then he kind of comes to a 9. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm just saying, like... I find Jack's I have a lot of gaps in like his filmography that I haven't seen, so I feel like I'd have to see more to sort of. But you've seen Witches of Eastwick, and he started at a ten in that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's maybe my favorite performance. of Oh, his. 
He deserved an Oscar for he, that, not as good as it gets, because fuck that. That's movie. a whole other topic, but that's a whole other podcast, but him as the devil in that movie is my favorite incarnation oh of the devil. It's so fantastic. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, well, what's yeah. your favorite scene in The Shining? In The Shining, it's probably one of the... Okay, well, the end shot is maybe my favorite shot, but... Oh, him frozen in the eyes? Just that... No, 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 the slow... Or the slow pan into the hotel... When you see him now in the framed photograph. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That is one of the creepiest movie shots ever. Yeah, because they Um, still, to this day, kind of don't get what happened. Yeah, you don't really... It's like you... you, One person's opinion is... The theory is different from another's. But I think my favorite favorite scene with him is him first going into the the gold room, the the ballroom, and he gets a drink from Lloyd. Mm -hmm. That's maybe, I think, my favorite scene. Just because how kind of at that point in the movie, he just can walk in there and him seeing Lloyd... Is, doesn't really affect him. Yeah. It's like, you you know at that point, okay, he's made the turn. This movie's now going to go on a different yeah, ride and just wait. If you've been walking the hotel the whole time and no one's been there and then suddenly a dude's randomly there giving and you a drink. And, and it and doesn't you go, phase you. Yes. Now we're in a different gone. movie and that's when yeah. that's when that movie starts to kind of kick up a notch. And I, I Do you have a scene. favorite scene? Probably the blatant shadow of the filming helicopter in the opening credits. I don't know why I ask you questions. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. No, um... <laughs> scene. I, I've, I've always been a fan of the scene at the end when Danny's running through the hedge maze and Jack's just like, good. Danny! Yeah. Danny! Yeah. Danny! Oh, I like um, the twins. They're yeah. great. They're great. Yeah, I'll keep it simple. So that's I my also, number three. I just I, I love the shots in that movie when it's just it's Danny's face and it cuts to like a really weird image of his face, like making a really terrified expression. And it cuts back yeah. to like also a good child actor, very good. Yeah, and who knew? Uh, Shelley McGregor. Oh. I mean, well, she was tortured during that movie. No, so. but I mean, she's she's good, but as good as Popeye. Oh, the give me the bat scene. She's fantastic in that. As good as Popeye. That's well, another podcast. It, it's weird to no, think that. Yes, it is. It's weird to think that someone once drew a cartoon of Shelley Duvall in the 30s, knowing that there would be a human being that existed that would <laughs> just like it later to be olive oil. Yep. Like, it is the weirdest trajectory. Um, my number two is Poltergeist because it hey. is. That the remake, right? The remake. Sam Rockwell is amazing. I saw that my 21st birthday, and I knew it was going to be terrible, but I still went and saw it anyway. I don't hate it, because there's more things in my life to hate. <laughs> but Strongly dislike that. It was fine. I, I, I thought they took some chances. They did some interesting twists and turns, but I was like, at the end of the day, it was the same. Yeah. You didn't take enough of a difference to it to make it kind of new and interesting. You just were like, hey... We got better effects. And you're like, no, you didn't. Because yeah. it's not good. You didn't yeah. have enough money to make these look good. Uh, no, uh, just to back on The Shining. What I'm Not The Shining. Um, we've already talked about Poltergeist once, but I'll actually focus on Part 2 for a moment. Yeah, because Part 2 is great. Part 2 gave us something that Part 1 did not, and was an actual villain. Yeah. Ooh. And Reverend yeah. Kane Ugh. is probably one of the scariest motherfuckers <sighs> in cinema yeah. history. Like, he scares me on a level that I don't like to talk about. Like, I have I'm walking wanted... up to the porch. Oh, my God. When oh. he's just like, let me in. Yeah. And, oh, no, he's got his little Christian song he's always singing with. Yeah. Him. Like, God is in his temple. And no. And 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 I rem- I think I saw Poltergeist 2 before 1 growing up. So I didn't really understand what was happening. Also, the braces scene freaked me out. Oh, that braces. braces. Yes. The, mm-hmm. But... Craig T. Nelson hacking up the tequila worm and having a man who had no arms and legs be that creature 
it looked like Reverend Kane, and it was like everything about that movie is actually. Two is underrated. Two is, I think, scarier than part one because it is a different genre of horror. Mm-hmm. They but it's like it goes from ghost to kind of like I don't know cult maybe. It's yeah. like there's a distinctive filmmaking change. One is definitely more of the jump scares. And the other one is more of like the, hey, we're going to give you some scares. Mm-hmm. But they're both solid. Also, Tangina is amazing. Yeah. Because you got to give it up to uh, Zelda Rubenstein. I wish the visuals in the finale of The Other Side looked a little better. Yeah. Like a little creepier. Because in the first movie, you kind of get the, the hints that it's this dark, kind of creepy world. And then it kind of looks like mm-hmm. like unused backgrounds from Flash Gordon. A little bit, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, I also enjoy uh, T- Taylor, the Native American guy. Like I like yeah, that they bring in a lot of like Native American elements mm-hmm. into it, and I just think that they they were like, yeah, there was a cemetery, but underneath that cemetery is even darker. Like mm-hmm. you don't even want to know what was underneath that cemetery, but we're gonna tell you now because shit got real in the first movie, and we have to mm-hmm. let you know that shit is even darker than you thought it was. They do a good job of building the mythology. Yeah. And it, it isn't trying to be a carbon copy of the first one, which it could have been. Correct. Just them in a different house, but it's a different kind of terror that's haunting them. And I and one of my favorite mm-hmm. lines in part one is when um, she asked him a question, and, and she's like, Stephen, answer her. He goes, I am, in my mind. And she's like, and I can hear you, but I'd like you to use your voice. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Damn. <laughs> I was like, that bitch got shade. <laughs> All right, number two, sir. Number two is going to be, for me, this is where my sci-fi question is coming in, uh, uh, 1953's War of the Worlds. Okay. Which, oh no. This isn't a, a vlog, so you can't see Leland's face. Oh. It looks like he just ate a sour lemon. I'll allow it. I mean, I ain't okay. the god of this. Oh, you can, is you can do whatever you want. Oh no. Leland's picking up his gavel right now. No, I just... Talk, talk to me. Talk to me. Explain it's, yourself. It's got aliens. Yeah, and they so, attack the planet. But is it horrific? Kind of. They, like, disintegrate people. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I'll allow it. No, I just... It's... <laughs> if you were in the situation... It's, no, you're right. You know what it yeah. is? Is I got caught with... Is, as we were talking earlier, an alien immediately turns into a science fiction film for me, mm-hmm. but... As we will be discussing, I'm assuming soon, there are elements yeah. of sci-fi. So yeah. uh, I just, you know what? I was not expecting that from you. I think sure. that's what threw sure, me sure, off. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, are you sure it's not the Tom Cruise version? No, I, I like that version though. I, I like that movie a lot. I like it. I like you. I, I don't like it more than the original, not by a long shot. But <laughs> no, the original. I. It's just such like a. It for me, it almost sort of feels atmospherically like if the fog would have been made in the fifties. All right, I'll it's, give you that. it's got like that creepy atmosphere. I think the effects are fantastic. For, oh no, those for, are great for the year. I think that the the how they did flying saucers, I think, is like the best. I love look. the sound. Yeah, do 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 thing. Oh, that's that's still yeah. one of my favorite it's, sci-fi. It's sounds. creepy. Um, I just I think the ending when it's just like the rest of humanity hiding in a church as like the world outside is being bombed is. It's one of the scariest images I've seen yeah. in like a science fiction thriller. And I like, I like that how they got stopped was yeah, yeah. simple. Yeah, I think it's, it's, like, it's a good oh. twist. It's like, oh, they're not used to it. Dead. Water? Yeah. I don't hate that movie. That's a different podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. just... No, I, I actually like that movie. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that original War of the Worlds countless times. It's good. I it's, enjoy it's, it. It's really good. Um, 
Yeah, it's just I can't really think of. I I love the design of the aliens, like the weird, creepy, three eyed. You see it for like a split second. Split second, yeah. yeah. And I um, thought the remake had some interesting yeah. elements to it. Um, the kid surviving really does. It's it's such a gl- blaring plot hole that it really bugs. It that pulls me out of the movie. Yeah, because I was just like, but he clearly died, and yeah. you you clearly brought him back later because it was a it was a rewrite. Yeah, like it doesn't work for the story. Yeah, but it's Spielberg, and he get a pass. Yeah, um, you know. I was at Comic-Con the year they were... The movie had come out, Mm -hmm. and they did this weird panel, the special effects of War of the Worlds, Mm -hmm. in Hall H. I was like, filler? This is not important. Like, the movie isn't coming out on Blu-ray anytime soon. The movie has come out, like, six months ago. Why are you here having a discussion about it? And this kid was just like, I got a question. So they got the two special effects guys up there. I'm pretty sure they're Oscar winners, but I don't remember who they are at this time. And they're talking to him, and he goes... You, he goes, the movie sets up that there's an EMP bomb has gone off. There's no more power. Nothing works. Why does that video camera work? You know, the, where they show the news anchor, right? And, and the guy, they are giving you every studio answer. Well, it's because of this and we needed this to do this. And then the kid's like, but that doesn't work. And this is like a 21-year-old kid. I'm sure just started film school. And he was like, <laughs> sir, the plot dictates. You can't change the rules of your own movie during the movie. And he's kid is nailing him and I was like damn and the guy goes I, I he goes look Spielberg thought it was a cool shot if he says it's a cool shot we go with it and I was <laughs> like that's the most honest thing that's ever been said because yeah. it doesn't matter what the plot dictates mm-hmm. or you break your own rules if Steven Spielberg says you know I think we should have power for this scene okay we have power for this scene <laughs> yeah no yeah but that original I Love it. It's a good it's movie. It's great. great. I, I like how, because with a lot of 50s alien movies, it's the whole, like, they come out and they communicate, and then they go evil. I like how that movie is just like, oh, Farmer's dead. Yeah. They're just, like, ruthless. They well, just, they're, and I, because I feel like that movie is almost kind of like the slasher film of 80, or not, of, like, 50s alien movies, in the sense that they're just like, fuck you, we're going to kill you now. You're dead. What I also like about it is the, um, because it comes from, the Orson Welles yeah. radio, and that—that's a thing that has always fascinated mm-hmm. me. That that they did that, and there was a small parts of the world that were like, "Oh my God, this is happening." Yeah, we're gonna die. Kill your children. We gotta protect things. And you're like, "Oh God, no! It's a joke." Of course, <laughs> it's a joke. You know. Any thoughts on War of yeah. the World? I've never seen you. Oh, okay. That's what I thought he was oh. gonna say because he kind of stayed real silent. It's, it's, it's <laughs> great. I it's haven't great. seen it. It's worth your time. It's great. Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, you list. like old shit, so yeah. I like fifty sci-fi. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I haven't seen it. I guess yeah, it just like, hasn't like played that, on TV when that, I've turned that on the TV. And another fifties sci-fi movie, which I won't name because I feel like I'm gonna get beat up if I say it. Is it on your list? No, it's not. Is it gonna be your honorable mention? Um, no, I didn't put it on my list because I don't want to get beat up. Well, now we have to know what it is. I don't want to say. I think we'll get there. All right. All right. I'll allow it. Okay. My number two is uh, 1948's Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. (laughs) Respect. Thank you. It's good. I love that movie. I've watched that movie more than I've watched any other movie in my life. I adore it. I think it's one of the funniest movies, and I think it actually works as a good horror movie. And I think a better portrayal of Dracula than his actual Dracula. He is 
giving a good performance. He's also movie. funny in that movie. Yeah. He's got some comedic chops, which I but, can really appreciate. But kind of also creepy at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. He's really bringing it in that movie. Also, I like the Wolfman a lot in that movie. Also, that movie yeah. probably has my favorite Dracula transformation when it's the animated bat into the real Bela Lugosi. Yeah, it's fine. I think that looks so cool. Yeah, for Ben, it's great. Yeah, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I enjoy Glenn Strange as the monster. I think he's decent. And he's good in this. Yeah, it is a damn shame we couldn't get Boris to do it because yeah. yeah. there was so, it would have been something really special about it you had that had cl- all yeah. worked out the originals, you know. Yeah. But um, and I like the Vincent Price cameo at the mm-hmm. end. The I think that's man. fantastic. Although that scene's always been it's funny, but he's completely invisible. So does that mean he's just naked? He's naked in a boat? sitting in a boat. Yeah, because um, he get kind of chilly. I gotta ask yeah. though, because because there was laughter when I said it. What did you think I was going to say? What was your take on no, that? No, I just, it, it just, you did preference earlier that you had a comedy horror on there. Okay. And I did not expect it to be this. Oh, I figure, I feel like I know what you thought it was going to be. I, I don't know. I just, I thought you were going to bring something else. What, to did, what did you think he think it was going to be? Oh, well, we've talked about the burbs enough, and I feel like that's what you thought was going to be my horror oh, comedy. God, no, that's not a horror That's movie. not a horror It's a horror comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I'm going to get me Frankenstein. I. Yeah. It's good. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, I I could I know that movie almost word for word. I mean, we we talked about it the other night at the store, and we were making fun of Lon Chaney's <laughs> acting. Um, but you, you were you were you were quoting his lines, and you were you were doing a better acting than he ever did. But the, and I, I I attribute to your acting as like, um, well, you're not getting to the end of the lines, so you can get that next drink, um, like he was. Like he is so sweaty. And bloated in that movie because the entire thing he's just like gotta just get through the scene because there's the, the the girl the script girl hold my drink is right there like he's eyeline is too off screen every time like and is this the one where you were saying like he just ends it quickly to get out I, I always feel yeah. like when you watch him in that movie he, he's it's, waiting for the for them to get through their lines so yeah. he can just get there's, his and then, yes, there's this yeah. amazing sensation where his line deliveries pick up speed like a train as yeah. the scene goes on yeah. like he starts off he's like. I gotta, you know, stop the world. Of course, by the end, he's like, I just been, I gotta go. He's yeah, he is so, he is fucking terrible. Bud like, and Lou, Bud and Lou are always on fire in that movie. Sure, just, they are in it. Bella Lugosi too. When Lon Chaney Jr.'s in the seat, it's he's kind of outmatched. I, you're right. You know, until you said, I really thought, like Bella's funny in that. Movie. He's really like, funny. He's actually doing like he's, a really comedic funny. performance. Yeah, he's funny because like, he's he knows he's in a joke at this yeah. point, but he's. He's paid to to do it, so yeah. he's ha- he's giving it a hundred percent. Yeah, that one I always laugh really hard when when he goes, you know, what we need today is young blood and brains, <laughs> and then and then uh, Lou Costello just turns in him, and just like puts his head against him. All he goes, oh, don't be bashful. Yeah. <laughs> I always crack up every time. I I like um, the, the the evil scientist was a woman, and they yeah, I like that they cool. chuck her out the window. I think that's funny. You're like you're like, oh damn, that's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like typically people don't die in these movies if they're not like the monster, and yeah, he threw her out the fucking window. Yeah. And the thing, a lot of I, I love Abbott and Costello a lot, but in a lot of their movies, they have a lot of fluff in them. Yeah. There's a lot of other plot lines that are had nothing to do with them. Yeah. Sort of bogged down the movie. That movie. The pacing is fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. It just always moves. One of my favorite side characters in the movie because everything he says is just terrible. Is uh, 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 Mr. McDougal, the oh, owner of the wax? Yeah. And he's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's like doing this weird James Stewart, but it's like 
two steps below a good Jimmy Stewart imitation. Sure. <laughs> He's like, are you gonna take them back there because they got the? the, the I like wax. how much I like how much the, the the guy scientist that's at that castle. Like, how much of a kind of a dick he is. Oh yeah, he has no fucks. Man. He doesn't like. He clearly steals. Uh, the girl Bud's date for yeah him? He just, he's like, he's like Doesn't clearly you don't want to be with a fat man come over here with a beauty and yeah. she's like you're right I don't <laughs> he's kind of a jerk yeah it's an yeah. interesting touch because they don't really play with that much but you're just kind of going oh, okay that's there you're like sure that's that's a dude he's but, here yeah no I, I love that movie um it just perfectly kind of encapsulates all the classic monsters it's a better team up monster movie than any of the other team up monster movies they did in that time yeah yeah um, yeah. so number one, um, I think I actually, sw- actually sit, switch my numbers, but it doesn't matter because I didn't go in your kind of order of top five. Yeah, you're, I just, you're I just weird, said stupid order. Um, <laughs> this is the only, I think, modern movie on my, oh, my 2016's The Shallows? The Shallows. It <laughs> is, it, I actually lied. I have seen it. <laughs> oh, and great. I find her nuanced performance. Um, yeah. no, uh, I think Cabin in the Woods is fantastic. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I, that is I that that does everything I want in a movie for me because it hits on every trope, every genre, and it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I did have no idea what was happening or where that movie was going. And these are the days when I didn't, when I actually cared about a spoiler. Now I don't. So also, Sigourney Weaver and mm-hmm. anything with Sigourney Weaver, it always elevates any movie that isn't happening. Yeah. Uh, and you get Hemsworth, and I find that's the first time people got to see, other than like Thor, because he's funny as Thor. Uh, spoilers for Endgame now, in effect. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're fine. Um, we knew Thor was funny, like because at this point we'd only seen Thor 1. Right. Even though this was filmed before Thor 1. It was on the shelf for a few years. Yeah. Right? It didn't come out until 2012. I think they were banking on like, oh, we can put, hey, Chris Hemsworth is in this, he's yeah. that guy. He's funny in Thor 1. He's funnier, obviously, in Ragnarok and on because they now know where his strengths yeah. lie because he's done other stings. But, like, he is hilarious in that movie. And I, I think that joke up front about the uh, when he, he looks at his girlfriend, he's got the books. He's like, where did you learn how to read? How do you do this? She's like, I learned it from watching you. I was like, I'm in it. I don't know what just happened, but I'm in this movie. The one joke where the guy's coffee mug is clearly a bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. I mean, I think the movie's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it is... And the murder person joke that you think isn't going anywhere, and you kind of forget about it, and then you see Bradley... Or no, uh, Bradley Whitford face, and he's just like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, what? Oh, it's a callback. It is the best callback. <laughs> I, I, I love that movie. I don't care for the last minute. It sucks. I don't like when humanity loses. I no, I don't but... like when it's just a giant CGI giant shows oh, up. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's literally a second. So I, I know, care. but it is. Yeah. It was a weird. Like I was really digging the movie, and then when that happened, I went, wait, what? And uh, and I think it's neat that uh, Heather Langenkamp's um, horror, not horror, um, special effects company her husband mm-hmm. runs. They did the effects for that. Oh, that's cool. so. It's got this weird tie-in to other great. Thing. I'm like, oh, everyone yeah. involved was just a kind of a good, perfect setting for a flick. And the only thing that I don't like about the movie is I don't like that they pick the family. Mm. And that is, that's just the, you know, the D&D dice roll. They happen to touch that artifact. That's what they went with and everybody lost the bet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there were so many other cooler ones in that room. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you just want a cannibalistic family. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. But we saw everything later when those elevators open. Unicorn. And all the things come out to attack yeah. them. And I was like, oh, well, this is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. And Sigourney Weaver. The haunted house they did in Orlando for that was fantastic. Was pretty good. It was right fantastic. On. Yeah, um, I, I could. I that's that that's got a high rewatchability for me that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Number one. My number one is 2019 Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's uh, Frankenstein 1931, the one that started the whole crazy train, basically. You know, yep. there's a lot going on in the world right now, mm-hmm. and I love how America and the world shut down about normal tea on a Sonic <laughs> well, like, It's weird. It's, it it stopped the news for a day. I mean, it was like, really? It made Paramount put... You hear what they're doing? With yeah, that? that's yeah. a lot of extra money. It is. It's a lot of money for a Sonic movie. No, Frankenstein 1931, it was like the first, like... And kind of like with Creature, you know, it's not necessarily scary with today's standards, but that was like the first horror movie I ever saw. I watched it. Countless times. It was a good movie. Karloff is, it is. fucking perfect. No, with the shot it's, with him backing up. It's it's just it's, it's so good. Oh, it's it's just it's so good. And yeah. the shot when he's like reaching up to the light, it's it's great. And I like how in that movie, because even even Bride kind of teetered on this. I like how in that movie he's just directly like he's just misunderstood. Like yeah. he's just a poor dude in a shitty situation. Whereas like the sequels are kind of be like he's like that, but he's now a little more vengeful. Which he's, I, a little, he's a little angrier in the first one though than Bride. Bride, they kind of make him less. Well, I mean, I mean, Bride he, like murders a dude in the beginning of the, in the windmill. He murders Waldman. Too, yeah, which that that one. that always he throws a girl in the water. Yeah, but he thinks, <laughs> but but he, it's the whole thing. He doesn't get like it's the whole you know the flowers float, so she must float too. It's not like you know he yeah, punches her in the face. Float? Children and float. Then, well, I, I don't think she knows how to swim. Could have been that deep. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, and I, I was, was like, it was a foot off. You know what? It's on her. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, and then and then he he kills you monster. I mean, he he kills Fritz because like he's pissed them off. So that's, yeah, like, and Walden when Walden's like about to start dissecting him, yeah. he like starts choking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him to death. yeah. It's like he kills it's because a in the first one. he's like grumpy. Look, I get it. I love yeah. it. No, no, it's great. Look, it without fantastic. Frankenstein, we wouldn't have got the Bride of Frankenstein, which thus leads us to Young Frankenstein. Yeah. So Frankenstein gets a big gold star in yeah, that book. I also think Son of Frankenstein is very underrated. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's okay. That's I, I, I think out of the three, Frankenstein is the one you give it the gold star to because it's the first one that started everything. Yeah. The Bride of Frankenstein is a better movie yeah. because it has themes and it, there's a tone yeah. to it. But unfortunately with Bride of Frankenstein, all the weight of the wonderfulness and the like... The thought-provoking existential crisis that's happened in that movie is kind of the way this, the wind of the sail, if you will, gets taken out anytime um, Doctor Flaherty, crazy hair, crazy hair, Doctor Pothonius was yeah, he's like look tiny Pothonius, Pothonius, yes, I think that is a interesting choice for that movie. Phenomenal, oh, I get it with little shrinky people. I don't like that. What's what's so weird about that movie and the oh, shrink hello. people is that is that <laughs> is that Doctor Frankenstein like isn't like holy shit you've created tiny people he's like a waste of time yeah yeah I'm it's like more, that's like it's more that's impressive like, than that's what like we did. that's like an amazing discovery it is so and, impressive and Frankenstein's like ah 
baby things. I made a zombie. And you're like, no, this is like the future of science. It feels like they figured, like they saw that special effect, like we can do that special effect of like miniatures and like like, like, shrunken people. We can do that. Let's just do it in the movie. Does it really make sense? Just put it in there. I I love that Frankenstein, or the, the monster walks into the crypt and he's just sitting there drinking wine sitting on a coffin. Smoking a cigar. And he's just like, oh, hello. I didn't see you there. And you're like, why are you here? Yeah. Is this what you do? Oh, and then there's the weird retcon in two that like kind of cancels out the ending of one but also doesn't really cancel out the ending of one. Yeah. Una O'Connor? What? No, she's not in one. I know. Just... Oh yeah, and isn't Elizabeth like 14 in the second in Bride of Frankenstein? She was like 17, I think. Yeah, it's weird. The, the, Gross. the yeah. actress, yeah. No, because in the end of the first one, it's uh, he's it's it time jumps and he's back in his house and it's everything's like a few fine. days later. Oh right, right. And then in Bride, it starts off at the windmill and they're like, they're take are they? Taking, they think, yeah, they yeah. think he's dead. They think Henry's dead. Yeah. So and then they like, take him back to the house and it's like later that night he leaves the house. Yeah. So it's like a weird. I will say in the first one, Baron Frankenstein is a delightful character. Oh yeah. Doctor Frankenstein? No, 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 his dad. I don't even remember a dad in there. Oh, he's, he's yelling at the, yeah. the Burgermeister. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, get out. Yeah, that's great. It's been a while since I've sat through it. But I, I, it's, it's I a double feature. It's, it's great. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I did that one year. Uh, the Fathom events, they did a double feature of Frankenstein and the Bride. It was like me and six other people in the entire theater, and I was so sad. I was like, kids don't know classics. <laughs> also, I, I would say probably it's like the most iconic horror character. Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him and Drac, they're, yeah. they're like the most striking resemblance. Yeah, because I mean, like three year olds are like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've seen like five year olds just as Freddy Krueger, and that's a whole weird thing in itself. Yeah, but that's, like, that's a problem. Yeah. But like, you know, kids dressing as Frankenstein, I feel like it's like, you know, because there's like little cartoons well, of Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's like Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, yeah. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, those are the ones. But every like, kid knows dressing as an undead child rapist is a little weird. Oh, well, that's the title of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number one. My number one, I feel like, is not a surprise to you guys. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. I'll be honest, that's mm. not what I thought you were asking. Really? No. What did you think I was going to put? I thought you put Alien. <laughs> I will say that that was in my top five. That, I was, was, like, that I, was the one. I, I do know okay. you love yourself the Alien. Okay. If and I do as well. If yeah. there was six, if we were doing a top six, <laughs> probably would have been Alien. Uh, no, The Thing uh, is great. Yeah, The Thing is my favorite horror movie. Um, That was one of those movies. I just watched it. I I think I rented it from Blockbuster. Watched it like... And it just blew me away. And you get the the added wonderfulness of um, uh, Kurt and... um, His beard. And his beard. So there are three guests. Three stars. Three stars. Kurt, the beard, and Keith David. Yeah. And Wilfred Brimley. Like, <laughs> hey, that husky's great too. That is the oh, best oh, dog actor. That is the best dog actor in any movie. Uh, the, the the my favorite. What is the great about? I the, I disagree. The the dog Beethoven. I, no, I oh. think I think Beethoven the second. I think Scooby Doo. Beethoven's third. No, Beethoven the fourth. Did you forget Air Bud existed? Wow, this is momentarily. I, I want that off. dog can play basketball. Well, he also plays baseball in the sequels. And, and then volleyball. football in the third. He plays volleyball. Yeah. Sammy the Seal. What? No, nothing. I'm way What's older Sammy than Sammy the Seal? This is a 1950s movie about a kid that finds a seal, names it Sammy, and he takes it home. And makes Shut it up, you old man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing, yeah. thing's very Yeah, good. no, the thing is, 
I think it's Carpenter's masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. For my money. Uh, fantastic cast. The effects still stay up. The oh, effects are, are still incredible. great today. Yeah. I, I I love how little that movie kind of explains too of how the thing works. Well, they yeah. didn't know either. Yeah, no, yeah. and I yeah. sure that's great. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I like that they don't try to. Um, I just there's kind of I don't know what to say about that movie that hasn't been said. I yeah. think it's a perfect movie shot for shot. I it's like the movie I put on when I just like I just want to watch something good and reliable. That's the movie I put on. No, I like the the my favorite parts when he's gonna do the the, the, defibrillator. the, the chest opens oh. up and eats his hands because that's you just you're not expecting a chest to open up like yeah. that. Oh yeah. yeah, and then when the dogs in the dog kennel start, or the the in the kennel area when yeah. it splits open and turns into the, the thing, it, freaky. Now, has it been said? I think it has that. That is it. Keith David is the alien at the end of the movie. Did John Carpenter come out and finally say something like a couple years ago, which is like in his mind how he wrote it? Like, has he said? I I thought maybe I someone so. did online, or are we supposed to just believe? It's to whatever we interpret it. That's how I... Look, it's bottom line, we, both those two dudes did not live at the end of that story. Yeah. yeah. So, I it's, guess it doesn't matter. That's, I think, one, the greatest horror movie ending. Yeah. Is, is the two of them sitting out there. Now, the concept behind them doing the prequel a few years ago did not upset what? What me. What prequel? I know. Did it, it, it did upset a prequel me because it was kind of like, alright, let's see what you do. And then again, half of the movie is like, you just did the same thing. Yeah. With... Way less good effects. Yeah, you were like, so you gave me half the budget for the good effects. You gave me an okay cast of people that are good in other things. Yeah. And you're like... And it visually just, doesn't pop. It doesn't... Like, none of that worked. You were, you were like, why did you make a prequel? Oh, how did the alien get to where... How did the dog get there? Oh, the same thing happened, like, a hundred miles up norther. And you're like, that... Really? Also, that, that, that was yeah. what you did. Also, it gets like into the big CGI alien thing at the end. Yeah. Where it's like uh, in the ship and it's trying to start the spaceship. And I'm just going, I don't want any of this. No, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Even though those actors knew they weren't. Yeah. They weren't yeah. having it. It also, it looks very digital and it doesn't have that lush cinematography of the mm. first one. It the does color, not. The color scheme doesn't yeah. look nearly as interesting. All right. Yeah. Need, the thing, my I, third horror movie. I, I need to come clean. Ugh. That other 50 sci-fi movie that I adore is The Thing from Another World. The, the, the original? Yes, which I personally enjoy more than the John Carpenter one. That's fine. I mean, everyone has a, their yeah. journey to go on. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that your honorable mention? Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably like the honorable mention tied with Shane's punching your wall right now. <laughs> I rent. Don't punch my wall. Yeah. Listen, oh, are we, I, I are like we... the 50s, The Thing. I've never enough. seen it. It's, it's good. It's, it's very good. It's fine. I don't think it holds a candle to the 82 version. Well, why, why? Of course not. But that's fine. Yeah. What is your honorable mention, Shane? Uh, my honorable mention, I'm going to go with It Follows. All right. Yours? Um, I didn't know we were doing this, so give me... We spoke about it. Yeah. I have, I have slasher honorable mentions. I didn't know we were doing it for these. Oh, okay. Um, well, let me think. Uh, well, then I'll go first while you think. Yeah. Uh, House of Wax, Vincent Price. Oh, cool. Solid. Uh, have mm-hmm. you ever seen it? Yeah. Genius. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably go Black Sabbath with Boris Karloff. You ever seen that one? No. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. Um, if I'm going to go older with those two dudes, uh, Bella and Boris, I enjoy Black Cat. Oh, Black Cat's fantastic. Because it's, that shit's dark. That's actually probably the most horrific movie yeah. Universal did, but but it's like, 
not visual horrific. It's all like up in your mind. You're like, did he just fillet him? Yeah, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about it. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there there's so many honorable mentions. Well, that's why we're not dwelling on. Let's it. dwell. <laughs> yeah, it, it follows for me. Just that that was one that just creeped me out. Theater. So I haven't much. seen it yet, but I know and what then, it's about. Yeah. And then it's one of those like when I, it, it's that one of I can put on any any of my top five. I can put on, and I'm not really like scared. I just enjoy them. It follows is always just one that creeps me out and I'm like I have to be in the right mood to put that one on because it just puts me like in a kind of a kind of a creeped up headspace yeah yeah alright well that is us for this week that is our top five horror films that we enjoy watching whether we agree that they're all good or not that's mm-hmm. a different subject mm-hmm. uh, we are the what are, what are we called <laughs> we're called the people who like the original thing more uh, we're the spookeasy podcast why are you yelling <laughs> Trying to chime over what Matt said. Well, you, you, you chimed in after I finished saying it. So. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and iTunes. iTunes. I'm sure there's other things I haven't done yet. I'm a terrible podcaster host. Uh, you know, like us, subscribe, please. It helps. Um, I am Leland. You can, I don't know, find us on the Spookeasy podcast at Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagram. Yeah. We're That's all, what you kids are all on. We're on Instagram now? Boys, that's... The, no, I'm making you seem cooler. Wow, oh. we're on Instagram now? Yes. <laughs> Gee whiz. Are we on the YouTube, Leland? No, I don't need no, no visualness. It's also on MySpace. Friendster? Yes. It's even before your guys' time. <laughs> so. Leland just pushed up his glasses as he said that and looked like a grandfather. Well, they've slid off. Um, sure they But do you see what finger I pushed them up with? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, do you have any social medias you would care for people to know about? Uh, I'm Aaron O'Shane on the Twitter. <laughs> you? Leave me alone and don't find me. That's fair. All right. We will uh, see you uh, next time. Well, we won't see anything. We'll, oh, yeah. will we? <laughs> We're starting a vlog, everyone. Tune in. Great. Goodbye.